Welcome to the Speed of Grace podcast. When you get better, everything gets better. This podcast is brought to you by the Breakthrough Woman program at speedofgrace.com. Hi, I'm Valerie. Hi, I'm Pearl. Welcome back to our Q&A Thursday. So today's question is about purposeful living. And Val, our listener has yes. asked us here, how can we continue mm. to live with hope? to play our part and be a positive contribution to the world without giving in to the despair and hopelessness of what's happening now. It feels unfair and I would like to do something, but it doesn't feel significant enough. I, I really like to mm. thank the listener for this question. And I think yeah. firstly, we also want to acknowledge what's been going on in the world where there's anger, hurt and despair and all things seem so messy and hopeless indeed and I'm so humbled by our listener who asked this question and acknowledge his or her desire to do good and to live a purposeful life it's encouraging to know as we all can do can use a little more goodness in yeah. our lives around us mm. Mm. Yes. yes, and especially if um, anyone of you listening now, you you are a naturally sensitive person, and when things around you are feels hopeless, you know, feels down, feels heavy, we we can feel it, and it becomes a burden on on our back. And yes. for you, the person who asked the question this week. For you to ask that What can I do uh, Is there anything I can do But if I can do something It doesn't seem Significant enough And um, You asked about how you can um, Kind of insulate yourself From the Climate Of hopelessness of despair Um and I can really relate to that when I moved to Lebanon from yeah. Singapore when okay. there is the economic crisis and the riot and people are really angry and you can go to mm. a dinner party and at Christmas at the table you, you can have people yelling mm. at one another because they, they have opposing views of politics uh, you know um, or about money People are upset You know that When it's about your money You know For, for those of you listening Right now um, Yeah I'm a Singaporean And I live in Lebanon And so I just give you a backstory So that I want to mm. tell you That I do know How that feels like In a con- Living in a place Where it's Of despair So mm. late last year Uh so late 2019 um, Lebanon went in a Dipped in economic crisis That got worldwide attention okay. So it came to a point where The Lebanese They could not withdraw Money Their, their bank accounts are kind of closed You know mm. And to the point like there were, there will be people waiting for hours In the bank mm-hmm. And they could only get 50 bucks <laughs> 50 USD <laughs> So um, there, 
there were a lot of angry people everywhere. You know, at the ATM, at the bank, at the supermarket, and this year it happened again when the currency was so bad. You know, and when the power keeps cutting, like basically two days before this recording, the airport just opened in Lebanon. And there okay. were planes coming in, and the planes had to detour because there was an electricity cut at the airport, and wow. they couldn't land. So they couldn't see right their way, I guess, the plane, and they could not land. So these situations um, are really infuriating. And in these situations, if we want to help, can we really help? Can we really um, do anything? And how do we have hope in such hopeless situations when you feel helpless, when you feel you can't help, and when you're surrounded by angry people, or sad people, dejected people? Paul, have you ever been? Have you ever witnessed such situations? Maybe not of the similar de- at a similar degree of an economic crisis or mm-hmm. power cut, but anything that reminds you of hopelessness and despair. Yeah, it's it's probably around more of personal like despair and hopelessness where you feel like there's no light at the mm. end of the tunnel. Whether is it your your personal life, mm. you feel like there's not much more you can do because of just how how you have seen the world in wherever you may be. It may be a it looks like such a small box around you, and you are. You have various circumstances around you that feels like it's deterring you from moving forward or being like to to be a positive contributor. You just feel I feel there were moments where I feel so limited by my own capabilities that I perceive that I have, and I feel like I can't I can't do more. There's only so much I can do, and even though I wish to do good to maybe even help others in. A situation, but I I mm. can't. So that that's where I feel like that hopelessness and and despair. And you sometimes some people may just give up their life or just give up and let let things roll on. But from our listener mm. today, like she, it's not her asking this question. Sounds like she's not just letting it go and letting it pass her mm. by, and she. Still wants to do a part, and through, I think my journey as well, I learned that there's definitely a part that everyone can play. And however we deem whether it's small or big, it is still significant. Yes, yes. And、uh, as you were talking, um, I got reminded of a of a Instagram post that I post. I think three years ago already, and sometimes I、okay. post it again, and. Like literally yesterday, one of、uh, the breakthrough woman clients texted me and said, "Well, there's one Instagram post that I just will never forget that you posted back then, and it is that post that says, 'You may never see your name in light, but the light of the world sees you.'" Wow. Let me repeat: You may never see your name in light. But the light of the world sees you, and、um, that pers- that is my 
one of my favorites as well because it reminds it reminds us that we may never be famous we may, we, we may never be making the headlines we may never be history makers mm. you know i remember as a teenager we had this praise song that we sang in church i'm going to be a history maker in this land <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and I remember clapping and singing with like all my heart and I yes. wondered how on earth am I going to be a history maker what does that mm. really mean <laughs> you know how does that really look like is it even possible and just going back to the question once more how do we find hope in hopelessness and how do we get started that to know that what we do is significant enough i'm going to ask you the person who asked this question on the other side of hopelessness is hope okay okay and i would ask you where or whom do you look to for hope when What makes you instantly feel that feeling of there is hope? Okay, I'll give you an example. For me, I love to look up and look up as in look up into the sky. Okay. When really when I have situations of hopelessness, when i cannot bear to look at my phone or search whatever i want to search for on google or read anything else i can't find my answers anywhere anymore i would look up at the sky so be it the daytime when you see the clouds that are so magical because they never look the same and the sky is so bright The sun that's shining on me, shining on someone else, like in another part of the world, or at night when all is dark, when you look up in the sky and the stars are twinkling, the moon is there. It reminds me that my world may be topsy turvy, you know. My world may be really turbulent right now, and I really have no control in it. I feel so out of control. But the moon still showed up for me today. The stars still sparkle for me today. Mm-hmm. And I know and I know tomorrow the sun will rise. And this beautiful rhythm that rem- nature that reminds us of there's a constant in life and that is this constant in life is is available for us. It's it's there for us. It's beyond our human logic and power mm. beyond economic or health crisis beyond that relationship hopelessness there is hope when i see the sunrise or set and the moonrise or set mm. then listener what reminds you of hope and then about the question on despair 
when there is despair all around us, how do we not be um, dragged down with it, you know? The opposite of despair is... What, Pearl? Joy? Yes. <laughs> yes, joy. So where or whom do you look to for joy? So in other words, what is your source of hope and joy? Where do you draw hope from? Where do you draw your joy from? Is it from... Is it based on what happens that day? How the people treat you that day? What shows up on the news that day? Is it from how humanity performs that day? Is it how the government leaders, what the government leaders are doing that day? And my question to you is are, all, uh, are your sources of hope and joy In your control Or they are not Because if they are not in your control And you draw your hope And joy From what the news tell you mm. What someone else is doing Or not doing You are in for despair You are in for um, Feeling hopeless it's very easy to feel hopeless. Just switch on the news. And just watch the whole day. Mm. Because the news... What... we got to remember... I mean... Not every story makes it to the headlines. Mm. We always have to remember that there are other narratives that never makes it to the headlines. What makes it to the headlines To CNN To Channel News Asia mm. It's not always The entire picture So I'm not saying We'd be frog in the well And not read news Know what's happening But don't be infected By what Is only shown to you Yes you know, and while those things are happening, you have to fill and keep on filling, keep on topping up, refilling your inner well of hope and joy. And I want to encourage those of you who are listening to to really reflect on this question. Where do you what are the sources that you draw your hope and joy from? Has it been effective for you? If it hasn't been effective, it has if it has been making you feel like a yo-yo, <laughs> you know, um, then maybe it's time to change your sources of hope and joy. Mm. When you mention the sources of our hopes and joy, these are some areas whereby we never really thought of where they come from and this mm. really brings us to it's a, it's a food for thought for every one of us as you asked mm. that question earlier so from here mm. where where can we start looking to find an area that we can be a positive contributor to are we going to be focusing mm. on just one area or could there be many areas and does that link to our purpose in life as well 
do you have any mm. examples that you want to share too? So, for example, when the first part, we were inviting you, the listeners, to consider what are your sources of hope and joy, and the reason for that is linked to our previous episode on nourishment, mm. on replenish your inner reserves, because if you are an empty cup. How can you pour and water others? You have to water yourself first, right? So mm. after you are you you have that daily practice of drawing hope and joy from whatever that brings you hope and joy, okay? Mm. Um now you wanna start watering others and answering Pearl your question is mm. that okay, so now we're at so called step two where we are mm. capable and we want to share with others our hope and our joy. And then guess what? You become the source of joy and hope for someone else. Wow. Yes. And how is that going to happen? It's not going to happen in meditation and prayer. <laughs> it's not going to happen when we keep studying or reading about uh, purpose mm. it is in our doing it's in our reaching out it's in our connecting mm. and we don't have you know whenever we think we think about or we see the word contributor value adder purpose mm. we tend to make it a huge deal out of it like it's a big deal we mm. have to be like that so-and-so who got the President's Award for being a social entrepreneur. We mm. have to be the so-and-so who is featured on newspaper because they set up a charity. And whenever we attach such a big deal to that word purpose, most of us are jaded because we are afraid, because we perhaps doubt that we will ever do anything of a big deal like so and so. Yeah. Isn't that how we tend to feel when we watch IGTV series mm. interviews of this icon, that icon, this influencer, that influencer, mm. or this this entrepreneur or that entrepreneur? And this is why I love our, our dialogue, Pearl. Mm. We are ordinary people. We are yes. not Nobel Prize winners. We are not presidential award winners. <laughs> and we don't have to be because each one of us, including you, you who is listening right now, you are significant too. You are important too. You have your unique strengths and gifts and you have your unique life stories and lessons and stories to share as well that only you have. There are some things you can do that Pearl and me cannot do. Mm. I love, uh, it reminds me of uh, Mother Teresa, there's one quote. Mm. Um, that to get, you know, for me, I can do certain things and mm-hmm. you, you can do certain things but together we can do great things. And yeah, so never despise yourself and what you are capable of doing. 
And to answer your second part of the question, Paul, mm-hmm. our purpose. So, firstly, I said it's not one big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Um, the second thing is that we can have many purposes, mm. many in our lifetime. Somehow, somehow we have that image, don't we? That purpose means that one purpose, that yes. one calling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But what if we have many callings in different seasons? I've never thought of it throughout this our way. lifetime. Yeah. What if um, there are purposes that are only our purpose for a certain period of time? Maybe from mm. the age of this to this self-purpose, or maybe for that one week that's our purpose. <laughs> And it's such a relief when I learn about this too. Mm. Oh, thank God. It's not about being uh, so and so and only this one thing, you know? Mm. Because many of us have many passions. We feel a lot for different things. We value mm-hmm. a variety of things. Mm. Mm. And so... May you have a new perspective that there are things for you to do and it's not that one thing. And those things that you can do are not grand things. They can be small things, but it can make such a huge impact on someone else's life. Mm. Is it okay I give you a little story? Sure. To demonstrate what that means. Yes. Absolutely. So, there was a time in my life, uh, in my eight years of healing journey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I couldn't hold a job, I was in health crisis, mm. physically and mentally, emotionally. And so, there, I was living with my parents. And at that time, I had no income. There was a period because of my extreme OCD rituals, I could not function, right? So, mm. I remember one evening I was at home and I just felt really extremely useless okay because at my age in my mid-twenties I was Mm. jobless and I was living at my parents home Mm. and I didn't know how to get out of my crisis so everything felt really hopeless it felt like sometimes it really felt like death was a better way death has more hope because I know what's the ending Mm. like I thought it may bring relief to my family if I'm gone you know and and in that time of hopelessness when I look at my what amount of money I have mm-hmm. and I'm not like, exaggerating at that on that day it was a five dollar note okay okay five dollar note I have a like maybe a few cents in my bank account okay and then I was just spiraling down with myself in my mom's in my parents' apartment and something inspired me that I have to do something, I have to get out of the house. I have to make use if if this is five dollars and what can five dollars do? Mm. So I thought 
Okay, maybe $5 can make me happy when I buy my comfort food from the supermarket. Yeah. Okay, and I did. I went down and I was on the way to the supermarket. And along the way, I encountered, I, I saw a, a, an elderly man and he was talking to himself in his own world. And I realized he's, um, he's just talking to himself and in his own world really like gallivanting around happy and free alone okay. um, and I looked at the way p- the people around him were looking at him and in that moment mm-hmm. I was gripped with such I know how he felt okay but maybe he was oblivious but I did not like how people look at him I felt mm. a cocktail of feelings of anger like why mm. do you look at him like that mm. you don't know what he has been through maybe because I related myself to him because mm. in that period of that 8 years I always was told that I was unsound you know mm. and m- given a lot of psychological stigmas about my diagnosis Mm. and so I related to him like I identified myself with him Mm -hmm. in that moment and I felt great compassion above all and I just want to demonstrate I just felt it's not enough for me to think good thoughts about him (laughs) I want to do something Mm. for him Mm. and 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 in that moment I felt like my only purpose in life was to bless him if there's any purpose I had, it was that. Because I don't know how else I could be useful. Mm. So I went to him and I passed him the $5 note. And when he saw the $5 note, he grabbed it from my hand. And he started laughing to himself. And he started dancing and prancing and waved the $5 in the air. Wow. And he, he, he left on his way with the $5, <laughs> waving... Like a flag in the air mm. And that moment Was magical for me Because that encounter And that moment Of joy That mm. I witnessed in him mm. Was so contagious That Joy also came to me mm. So much I teared up wow. In my tracks Like I couldn't move And I just stood there As he Left And I I I cry I cry And hope Also Filled up In me And I In that moment Felt I could make Someone's day That it's just Five bucks Yeah I could have just Spent it on that Comfort food Like some snacks Japanese snacks That I used to have To feel good with When my grandmother Was around you know, mm. but that five dollar made such an impact on me, and mm. that really was a one of my favorite lessons in life that that inspired me to do that thing for others. Like, for example, we can. What can you do today? The listener is asking, right? Yes. Is there anyone around you who is in despair? Who is feeling hopeless Mm. Are you 
Why don't you be their source of hope and joy today?、Mm. You don't have to do anything grand. You could find out their address. You could find out what, what's their favorite food,、mm. and you can deliver. You can order delivery online for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, like experiment with it because it's such a fun hobby to have. To find out what the people around you are delighted by can be uplifted with, and do it. Yes. yes. If you were to take five minutes, and so I would I would impose on myself to do that. Like sometimes、mm-hmm. I remind myself, you know, like the habit tracker、mm. of my journal. Like、mm. surprise someone,、mm. and I do it or encourage someone today. And I do it from a sincere heart. Yes. Oh gosh, the feedback I get is always above and beyond. Yes. And the feedback is like someone maybe you've never met but follow one another on Instagram. I do have friends、oh. who I met from Instagram、mm-hmm. since twenty thirteen, like、oh. someone in LA, and. We do things for one another that makes one another tear up, you know.、Oh. And we've never met, we've never spoken to one another on the phone, only on、mm. text or one another's comments. <laughs>、mm. But it could make someone say, you know, someone could say to you, "Oh my gosh, you just made me tear up." Oh my gosh, ne- nobody said that to me before.、Mm. Nobody encouraged me before. Oh, that's the best compliment I've. Ever received, or that's the that's the best thing that happened to me this year. You know this kind、wow. of feedback. Yeah, and it's not like a million bucks or you save somebody's life. You know, <laughs> it this this really shows like what some things could be a small thing in your world, but it、yeah. actually means the whole world to that person. Yes. And it's that little thing that you think that you may like, as you said, do not despise in the little things that you do. And you know, it's true. One little thing does that ripple effect. And as you, as they say, as you give, sometimes you you receive back more. And that's how we have encountered. And I think well through our my journey with you, that self cultivation piece has really also showed me this. This ripple effect, and yes, you feel you fill up yourself with that hope and joy yes. through taking、yes. actions like like this as well. Yes, and play. I think,、yes. like you say, play. Life is we we make it we box ourselves as you said, make it such a big deal、uh, from、yeah. certain <laughs> definitions of what purpose is or what、yeah. you should be giving. Or how you should be contributing. That we forget that you know, life, life, life is here for us to have fun as well, and there's that joy in it. So, yeah, reach out, reaching out to just start from, like you said, someone next to you now, and you、yes. can just do it today already. And yes, I think that's where you can start to see how it flows through every area of your life. Yes. So, I challenge you, listener, to 
to do a list of things mm. that is natural for you, you know, mm. it, that's easy for you, um, and do it this week. Sometimes it's not even you don't even need money. Don't need money. Mm. Sometimes, for example, I experiment this in the supermarket a lot. You know, now in the our social climate where we keep mm-hmm. talking about Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and mm. different minorities are speaking up, mm. and and you know what? Beyond the campaigns and the self education. There is there are practices we can do that mm. maybe sound so simple, but it means the world to the people in the marginal groups, and that you are capable of making them feel at home. That you may be that one person they will remember that day you acknowledge them. Mm. For example, when you encounter. A migrant worker or someone you know in your community does not feel so at home. Mm. What would really change their lives is that you can look into their eye and smile at them, or nod at them, or say thank you when they serve you. Mm. That waiter, that server, that that person that is building the road, and. You can smile. You can, you can, give that look that says, "I respect you. Mm. I see you. I acknowledge you. I see you." Because these people, they feel unseen most of the time. Mm. And for that, and I experimented that in in Lebanon, where there are a lot of uh, migrant workers from Sri Lanka and Ethiopia. And I played. I played with that idea, that mm. we want Walid, uh, my husband and me, mm. uh, Walid and me, will want to find out their names, the mm-hmm. um, supermarket um, grocery baggers. We call it baggers mm-hmm. as in B A G G E R S. They bag your your groceries. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it in Lebanon. Okay. <laughs> they bag your groceries. They carry your groceries to your car. Okay. Okay. And then, and then I don't know. Whether people practice it or or not, but we can tip them, right? Mm-hmm. And typically, the, I always see the awkward moment, right, of the <laughs> the yes. Sri Lankan gentleman pushing the cart of groceries, mm-hmm. and then the awkwardness of the people standing far away from them and walking together to the car, like awkward. When it could be. We say, "Hey, what's your name? How long have you been living in Lebanon? Are you married? How do? What do you think about Lebanon?" And you know, from that practice, mm. now every time I go to the supermarket, the all of them they would like look at me and Wally and like, "Hi, hi, madam. Oh. Hi, sir. You know, how's your day?" And they will be happy. And we are happy. Also, it makes the supermarket experience wonderful. Something so mundane can be、mm. something so delightful, and and that is enough because we feel fulfilled. We feel satisfied. We just do our part. We don't have to be doing a speech about it. But it's、yeah. our daily practice. 
anyone can do it. A child can do it. Yeah, so listeners, I challenge you <laughs> to reflect on that and make that list. Whatever that is unique to you. Maybe there are people who feel marginalized in your office. Or amongst your relatives. Someone who is an outcast. Mm. You know best. Wow. Thank, thank you, Vel, for all this new perspective and this challenge that you've hosted to us. I mean, may, yeah. may our listeners find their, uncover their gifts, experience this yes. magical moments through the little or big things that they do and that they may feel more confident in taking that first step and action it mm. today. Like, mm. your, it, it's, there are so many things that well you have shared that we can already do it today. So, you know, listeners, yeah. have fun in this. Yes. Continue. Yeah, so thank you for listening with us today and you can email Val at speedofgrace at gmail.com or send her an Instagram direct message at speedofgrace for any of your comments, questions and topics that you'd like us to discuss. Subscribe to our podcast today and share with a friend. Tune in to us next week. Thank you. Take care. Bye.